Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What's going on, guys? My name is Connor Flannery, and welcome back to another episode of STF Solos. In our last upload of this series, Connor Gielen covered the Paul George trade to the LA Clippers to pair up with Kawhi Leonard. I highly recommend going to check it out if you haven't seen it already. But in this episode, I'm going to be covering the trade that sent Oklahoma City's other star to the Houston Rockets to pair up with James Harden. The last two years, the Houston Rockets were the number one seed in the Western Conference, but unfortunately, in both of those years, they lost to the Golden State Warriors, who would eventually make the NBA Finals. Coming off a loss to the Toronto Raptors in the NBA Finals, Kevin Durant walking in free agency, and Klay Thompson suffering an ACL tear that could put him out for the entire season, the Golden State Warriors are looking more vulnerable than ever. For the first time in a number of years, the NBA has a large number of contenders for the championship, but no clear favorite to win it all. Even the Los Angeles Clippers, who are currently number one in most power rankings, have two new stars and a team atmosphere that we don't actually know will work just yet because we haven't seen them on the court together. The NBA is looking so different from last season. Almost every contender has retooled themselves in some way to make a more effective push for the championship. The Houston Rockets were looking like the one team that would roll with the same roster that they had last year. But instead of hoping that the chemistry they had already built and the core they had already had would carry them to a championship finally, the Houston Rockets followed every other team and traded for a big star in Russell Westbrook. Out of the top 10 teams in ESPN's power rankings for next season, the Bucks, Nuggets, and Trailblazers are the only teams that haven't added or lost a significant amount of superstar firepower. With the NBA seemingly wide open for next season, the question we must ask as fans is, does this trade for Russell Westbrook actually make the Houston Rockets that much better? Obviously, we can all agree that a 30-year-old Russell Westbrook, who just won MVP back in 2016, should be better at starting point guard than Chris Paul, who is currently 34 years old. But this pairing starts to come into question when we think about how ball-dominant both these guys are. Both James Harden and Russell Westbrook have been notorious over the last few seasons for carrying a massive load just to take their team to the playoffs. Both of these guys have adjusted their games to playing with the ball in their hands almost all the time when they're on the court. In each of their MVP seasons, respectfully, everything had to run through Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Just last season, James Harden was the highest usage rating player in the NBA and was also responsible for almost 32% of the Houston Rockets' points per game. If James Harden were to become an off-ball option to give Russell Westbrook the reins to the offense, you would be making such a drastic change to the offensive system that has put the Houston Rockets as the first seed two years in a row that it would just throw off everything you have going for you. On the other hand, Russell Westbrook seems totally incapable of being an off-ball option because he doesn't have the greatest three-point ability, and he has never been that type of player in his career. For better or for worse, Russell Westbrook has always been most successful as an ISO player with the ball in his hands the majority of the time. It's reasonable to assume that that style of play is what convinced Paul George and Kevin Durant to leave the Thunder in the first place. It's also the reason that James Harden came off the bench during his time with OKC, even though he was better than Tabo Cephalosha, the starting shooting guard, so that he wouldn't have to share the ball with Russell Westbrook, and they wouldn't be on the court together to start the game. So either way, for James Harden and Russell Westbrook to share the court 
one of these two guys is going to have to make a serious sacrifice to their touches and time with the ball in their hand to make this offense work. After Kevin Durant left, and as his talent grew to an MVP level, Russell Westbrook's ego swelled to the point that it's hard to envision him giving up the style of play that won him an MVP and that has been his calling card for his entire career. But it seems even more ridiculous that you would ask James Harden to be the one to take a step back and give Russell Westbrook the ball and the shots and the ISO opportunities when James Harden is the guy who has put you in the situation where you were the first seed in the Western Conference back-to-back -back years. This team was entirely sculpted, built, molded around James Harden's style of play. And to risk that balance by bringing in Russell Westbrook doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to me. Sure, Russell Westbrook is a better player right now than Chris Paul. But just because he's a better player doesn't mean that this offense is going to work the same way it did when Chris Paul was running the point guard. It's very hard for me to imagine or picture a scenario in which this offense of Russell Westbrook and James Harden playing together actually works, as much as they might want it to. At this point in their respective careers, I can't see either of these guys being an off-ball player. And taking turns being ISO guys also doesn't make any sense. This isn't the Harlem Globetrotters, it's real-life NBA basketball. And realistically, these guys are going to have to share the court. Say whatever you want about Russell Westbrook's talent, because it is definitely there. He averaged a triple-double three years in a row. But since Kevin Durant left and Russell Westbrook took over the reins to the offense, the Thunder have never been better than the fourth seed in the Western Conference, the other two seasons being the sixth seed. In his MVP season, the Thunder only won 47 games. No matter how great Russell Westbrook's numbers look, he has yet to prove that his style of play of 30 points per game and a triple-double leads to wins. The last few seasons have convinced me that you can't win with Russell Westbrook. Not in the regular season and not in the playoffs. His ego has outgrown his talent. And the more shots that Russell Westbrook takes, especially from behind the three-point arc, the worse his team will be. The Thunder were looking the best they have looked since Kevin Durant left when Paul George was playing like an MVP candidate and when Russell Westbrook had finally taken a step back and let Paul George be the number one option. But eventually, that same fire and determination that makes so many love Russell Westbrook returned in the playoffs. And he took all those shots back from Paul George. He failed to trust the MVP candidate in that scenario. And the team lost in the first round to the Portland Trailblazers. Those were the last five games that Russell Westbrook played in OKC. And those sum up his career there pretty dang well. He failed to trust the teammates around him, tried to carry the load by himself, and eventually fell back into his old habits that led to losses instead of wins. You've all heard my doubts and concerns about this trade for the Houston Rockets, but I'm going to switch over to talking about some more pros and upside that this move could have. While trading that many first-round picks in any deal takes a huge risk for your future, getting back Russell Westbrook, who is four years younger than an aging Chris Paul, gives you the chance to extend this thing that you've got going for a couple extra years. Although players like Russell Westbrook, who rely heavily on their athleticism, tend to have slightly shorter careers, the four years younger that Russell Westbrook is as compared to Chris Paul could be exactly what the Rockets need to make a couple extra title runs as players like LeBron James are aging and exiting the league. Taking on a contract of Russell Westbrook's size is never ideal for your cap situation. But if the Rockets had kept Chris Paul, they would have been paying him $44 million when he was 36 years old. Comparatively, that $47 million player option that Russell Westbrook will have as a 33-year-old doesn't look quite so bad. It's also comforting to remember that just a couple of years ago, we looked at the Chris Paul trade 
as risky as well. It was a somewhat similar situation in which the Rockets traded for a ball-dominant point guard to put next to James Harden. Back then, I criticized the deal much as I'm doing right now, but it actually worked out much better than I was expecting. While the pairing never led to a championship, Chris Paul actually fit in pretty seamlessly to Mike D'Antoni's system. For as ball-dominant as Chris Paul and James Harden were respectively, they actually fit pretty well together and found a way to share their touches. Considering that history makes me slightly more optimistic that Russell Westbrook could instead actually just take some of the load off James Harden and make his job a little bit easier, rather than hurting him by stealing touches and ruining the balance they already have in their current system. In Game 1 of their series against the Warriors this year, James Harden and Chris Paul were looking for calls where the defenders were stepping underneath their shot. They continued to shoot contested shots again and again and hoped that the calls would finally go their way. But the refs didn't change their minds. The Houston Rockets had relied so heavily on just James Harden to carry their offense that when those calls weren't going their way, they didn't really have a plan B to put the ball in the basket. In a perfect world, if Russell Westbrook had been there in that situation instead of Chris Paul, my hopes would be that Russell Westbrook would be able to attack the basket and draw calls or put in tough finishes around the rim. Russell Westbrook's explosiveness attacking the basket could be that plan B that the Houston Rockets need in a sticky situation where James Harden is having an off night or their calls aren't going their way. The entire optimistic argument for the Houston Rockets trading for Russell Westbrook relies on one thing, and that is that with a change of scenery, Russell Westbrook will finally be able to adapt his style of play to a more winning atmosphere. Playing alongside James Harden on the Houston Rockets will mean that Russell Westbrook doesn't have to chuck shots or carry quite the same load that he did in the past. The potential success of this duo relies on Russell Westbrook's mental capacity to turn off that switch and be ready to make smarter decisions that will improve his efficiency and the team's offense. Those are my thoughts on the Houston Rockets side of the Russell Westbrook trade. Stay tuned for a part two where I talk about what the Oklahoma City Thunder should do next with Chris Paul and the first round picks they have gathered. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of STF Solos. Once again, my name is Connor Flannery. Please make sure to like this video, subscribe, and leave a comment giving us some feedback or what you would like to see in future videos. Make sure to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. We're going to be pumping them out this summer. Thank you guys once again for listening. Peace.